Gobble, gobble, goddammit. The Rad 2023 Turkey Brine is now available at radradio.com. Speaking of the turkey brine, uh, I got this email to rad at radradio.com from John. Hey, John. It says, good morning, anybody. Just a quick question about the brine. Is it best to use broth or water? What's the difference in taste? Well, in my opinion, the broth is the way to go because you get a little bit more oomph in the flavor. There's just more seasoning within the water uh, with chicken broth, uh, or you could use apple juice as a brine. I, I like to use a variety of those. Um, just because you get a little bit more flavor on top of the already amazing brine. But I think it is important for people to know that it's not how you season your turkey. Correct. Yeah, it, this it, is it, the pre, uh, this is like the marinade light. It's it's like the marinade, but it's it doesn't actually season your bird like a marinade would. Yeah. You're just soaking it to break up the fibers and the added herbs and salts are all uh, just infusing their flavors into the bird as, you, it, mm-hmm. as it breaks it But apart. you feel like the apple cider juice. Apple cider. Yeah. Uh, or juice, and, I guess. Or um, uh, chicken broth. broth. Yep. Just maybe adds a little to the moistness, yes. like a flavor oh. to the moistness, but they still need to flavor their bird. Yeah. It's a like little a lot hint. of people forget exactly. that. So, or I don't know if they forget it, but a lot of people have asked that in the past. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, no, after you've rinsed off the brine, now you got to prep and season your bird. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, you, you, the turkey brine is available. The, I know that the inventory is getting very low online. Um, I just sent an email to Charlie over at uh, Black Dog Graphics, who runs the Stupid Store. Superstore! Um, at radradio.com, where you can get your bag of turkey brine. Um, but if you want to go to one of our fine vendors, Ooh. and if you're in the uh, Nevada, uh, northern Nevada area, you can always go to our uh, the Desert Rose RV Park in Fernley, J&K Lamas Landscape and Nursery in Fallon, Micah Chevron Station in Carson City, Napa Auto Parts in Dayton, uh, the Tahoe Bottle Shop in South Lake Tahoe, the Flag Store in Sparks, and the Washi Shoe Travel Plaza in Gardnerville, California, or <laughs> Nevada. Jeez. Oops. Gardnerville's uh, like, no, we're not California. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're pissed. Um, you can find all of the locations that we're uh, selling all of our food products, including the turkey brine, at radreader.com in the stupid store. Superstore. Let's get to Master of Movies. Movie Master. Master of Movies. I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action, adventure, sci-fi, comedy. Just take the film and you'll be supreme. You're a movie master. Movie master. For Master of Movies, we've got a pair of tickets to see Janet Jackson at Thunder Valley uh, Casino and Resort at the uh, the venue. Did I mention that? I think so. Yeah, uh, you're good. This Friday. Um, for caller, uh, for Master Movies, we have caller 18 is Humberto. Hola. Hiya. Oh, caller 19. You, Kyle. You're not Mexican. <laughs> no. Brand- we don't know that. I haven't tested my DNA. That's true. Okay, well, we're, we're, we don't promote it. <laughs> uh, Janet, your caller. Oh, Janet Jackson, is this you? Caller 19? No, it's not. But oh. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Caller 20 is Annie. Are you okay? Hello. Are you okay? <laughs> Hello. Hello. There's a lot of Jacksonception going on here. Yeah. All right. Uh, for Master of Movies, we have a sheet that I have to turn over. And then we have a drama horror story Ooh. from 1980. Here's Johnny. It's a classic drama horror story from 1980. Here's Johnny. Uh, Humberto, what do you think it is? Johnny. Oh, what? 
Oh my god, I was giggling because yeah. I'm like, this is so easy. Idiot. Like, Gimme, oh, Janet. The Shining. There we yeah. go. Oh, well done. Oh, oh, That's right, the classic based off of the Stephen King novel starring uh, the one and only Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall, Danny Lloyd, and Scatman Carruthers. This is uh, The Shining. There's a lot of visuals going on. That's so scary, though. Psycho. Oh, the red rum. (laughs) Yes. Oh, those twin little (laughs) girls. No. It's such a good film. It's so good. And there's such a there's such a um, like a deep underground. Uh, people who are fanatical about the movie will dissect it and try to find all the hidden meanings. Like there's a belief that uh, The Shining is about is a story about the Holocaust oh, or oh, the uh, okay. the invasion of Americans over in, in, over Native Americans. Oh, and wow. uh, it's it's a very very interesting take on it. There's a documentary on Amazon. I think it's called Room Two Three Seven because okay. that's the room in, uh, in oh, The Shining, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a very interesting commentary oh. of the the actual what Stanley Kubrick did to the movie. If you're interested in that kind of stuff. So uh, in Coronado, California, that right there um, in San Diego, one of our buddies, um, he's now since retired, but he was a Navy SEAL sniper, and back when he was still. There at Bud School, and he was an instructor. This is before 9-11, so you could go and actually go on base. And oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Young single girl. All, all those, those hot still. military oh, guys. We were loving it. All my, that semen around <laughs> you. My mm. best friend, it's her brother. And so, yeah, we'd go down, a bunch of girls. And anyway, there, in Coronado, there's this hotel that is so like The Shining. Mm-hmm. Like, it's even freaky to be in it. Yeah. And everyone's like, you want to go walk down the halls? I'm like, hell to the no. <laughs> it looks like the long hallways in The Shining. Okay. I mean, it is almost, I'm like, is this the hotel they filmed it in? But I don't think so, not at all. <laughs> but it just, it's very reminiscent of that. It is so, like, let's go outside, because they have like this, you know, you're there at the ocean, and there's mm-hmm. a, a pit to sit, fire pit. I'm like, let's go out there and drink. Do not want to be inside this hotel. I would I would absolutely <laughs> oh stay God. at a haunted hotel. In fact, oh, I would stay no. in the one that they filmed oh. The Shining in, which is, I think is in Colorado. Um, and it's 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 beautiful. Um, and I believe there is some sort of history at that particular location, uh, but it's not actually the hotel that they they used in the in the in the book. I've been in a haunted hotel because in Virginia City in Nevada, I just feel like they're all haunted. And um, there's just stories of that. Oh, yeah. And um, I've shared this before, but those that haven't heard it, when I worked for a rodeo company, was in my 20s. I still, you know, did radio during the week, but on the weekends worked for the stock contractor. And they always did little rodeos. That's Mm. what they provided um, the livestock for, were all the small towns in Nevada. And there was one in VC every year. And oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, don't ever put me in a room by myself again. They thought they were doing me a favor. Like, thank you so much for your hard work. And now, you you know, you kind of can have your own room. And I'm like, no, no. I started inviting everybody over. It was creepy. And you would hear sounds and noises. And I feel like I would see shadows, you know, as I'm laying there. I would love it. Oh, God, it was terrifying. I I, I often, (laughs) like, I almost, I know that uh, Melissa and Brent from Sex Spirit Dot com, they're paranormal investigators. I know that they they often say don't invite this stuff. Like don't go seeking it out. Like don't be using Ouija boards in a in a uh, in a in a flagrant way without any yeah. you know 
regard for the repercussions because it's just, I mean, it is just a game board. But if you're toying with that kind of stuff, you can invite some bad things potentially. Right. Uh, but I often want that kind of stuff. I, I always look forward to a <laughs> yeah. haunted mansion type of experience. Sounds like a challenge, it. doesn't it? I know. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see it in real life. Uh, we got this email from Cherie. She says the Hotel Coronado is said to be very haunted oh, and it was frequented it. by lots and lots of movie stars. Okay, that makes sense. I said in Coronado, and it is the Hotel Coronado. Thank is it, you. Is that the same hotel where they filmed Some Like It Hot, the uh, the old Marilyn Monroe movie? I don't know. Um, we got this email from Star. Hey, Star. Hello, Rad. I've been listening to you guys since 2015. I may be a young mag- maggot, but I love your show. Brandon, whenever Rob isn't there, your voice is fun to listen to. Dawn, your feminine energy is fun to listen to in the morning. Oh. Nothing about you, Kyle. Sorry. Yes. Sweet. Oh, that's fine. By the way, the, yes, it's the same hotel. The Hotel Coronado was in the Some Like It Hot famous nice. filming location. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's a great movie. A haunted Hotel. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if anything happened with them. Oh, like, like during the filming? Yeah, but it wasn't a scary movie, right? Because I'm thinking about... It was remember, like a comedy. Remember yeah. Poltergeist, all the things that happened to the people? Oh, yeah. part uh, of it? There, I know that is freaky. The little girl died. I don't know under which circumstances, but yeah. pretty soon after that movie was filmed, I believe. Yeah, I feel um, like other people would have hauntings and different things going on with them and... Is this yeah. is this what conversations were like before Google? Like you would just kind of just say these things into the air, not really knowing the answers to them. Yes, this is what's so I'm laughing right now because there is this girl on Insta and TikTok, and you know she's from my time. Uh, you know she's around fi- her fifties, and she'll answer these questions from younger generations, and they're like, like what did you do? One of the questions is, what did you do, for instance, when you're you think you saw someone who's famous? Now we'll Google, right? We'll Google for the photo, and we can't remember their name, so we can Google it and kind of just, right? You can find this stuff out. Yeah. Um, and think about when you're watching a movie, and you're like, who, right? <laughs> what else were they in? I right. know I've seen that person in something else. What is it? And now we can Google, right? And the girl's like, we just didn't know. We just went. <laughs> Oh, who is it? Who is it? Just shrug and go about yeah, your day. Yeah, and then they're like, then you just shrug. That's exactly what she said. She and then we go about our life, and six months later, it could be. Oh. Or something will pop, and you'll go, that's who it was! Oh. Now I know! And she's like, so we just didn't know stuff, and we were fine with it. Oh, we are oh. so lucky to be able to just get that instant information like that. Yeah. Uh, we got this email uh, from Alan to rad at radradio.com. She's, he says, hey, Don, do you remember seeing the old hospital down below Virginia City? I have two friends that used to live there as kids, and they know for sure that place is haunted. Oh, no. Virginia City is. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, the, the, the graveyard alone is just a haunted yeah, yeah. haven. No, I don't know. I, no, I've not seen the hospital. Hmm. God. Is it one of those creepy, like, insane asylum hospitals? I mean... <laughs> oh, I, that's one place I won't go. Like, for, no. for some reason, it feels like whatever energy's there is going to be violent. Not good. Yeah. yeah. Eight, eight, the phone number is 888-989-9811. Good morning, Robbie. Morning, Brad Radio. How are you doing? Good. How are you? It's, it's bad radio, it's bad Robbie. Radio. <laughs> Brad, Brad, bad. Yeah. It's all the same. Same <laughs> anyway, bad. I I stayed at the hotel that you were talking about that the actual uh, Shining was based on. Oh. It happens to be the same hotel that Dumb and Dumber 
recorded at. What? Oh, they made That's it cool. so fun and well, happy. The, yeah. the, the nice hotel where they're rich? Or are you talking about the little shanty one where they stay in the little heart-shaped hop tub? Well, <laughs> That's not in The Shining. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Where they no, got the, rich, the ritzy one with the Lamborghinis out front where okay, uh, they're okay. handing yeah. out $100 bills to everybody. And, yeah. and, they're, and they're getting the pedicures and having their nails sawed off. Remember yeah. how long their, yeah. their toenails oh. were? Yeah, so... Interesting enough is that um, Jim Carrey wouldn't stay in the hotel because uh, he had a bad experience in there. Oh, oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty to choose from in the town. Man. Don't need to stay here. I, I wish <laughs> oh I wish we had God. Jim Carrey's number so we could yeah. find out what that story yeah, He's in it? tune with himself and all the energies around in the universe. Like it, Something had to have happened to freak him out. That's true. Oh. He's, he's turned pretty far out there woo-woo lately. Have you seen his, like, if you follow him on Instagram, it's just nothing but, like, spiritual. Um, and it's all very nice. It's yeah. it's, a, it's actually, it's cool to see him get kind of being more centered and not so in in uh, in Hollywood mode. You yeah. Know? I remember when, um, oh, gosh, because how long has it been? Google Oprah, but she used to be a huge <laughs> talk show host. And, and I don't mean huge by her size, but, like, <laughs> like the talk show. And I remember him being on her show toward the end, because um, I, I think in early 2000s, or no, mid-2000s is when she went away. Whatever, not important. And he was getting into it then. Like, he was very much, like, not that he felt guilty for his success or his money, but he was one of those that had come to the conclusion oh, yes, I have these things, but this isn't what brings you happiness, mm -hmm. right? Because when you don't have it, you think that's what will, and that's what will bring you satisfaction. And then you get there and you're like, nope, it actually has to do with what's going on internally mm -hmm. with me. And that's, you know, and then each person has to figure out what is that thing that's going to give them that. Imagine if not. you're the, the biggest movie star in the world and you're making millions and millions of dollars and he still can't find happiness. Like it, it seems that he's going that route of yeah. just detaching himself. Because that, that doesn't Jim bring Carey. you happy. It makes life easier. Mm -hmm. Meaning, right, you don't have to worry about paying bills. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, you know, they can get the best, greatest care for whatever's going on in their life. So it, it takes away those stresses, but it doesn't make you happy no right? yeah no and it can probably add more stresses on to him like if you don't have a good relationship with your family all of a sudden you got a bunch of money you're gonna have a bunch of leeches coming after you for it they're gonna want to <laughs> jump on your bandwagon and join your success and you're gonna see like friends come out of the woodwork that you never used to hang out yeah. with who now want to be your best friend you got to now delineate who's fake and who's real no, and you've got those internal problems you do have to work on yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely yep um so let's uh we got this email from somebody uh, named Laura. Hey, Laura. Uh, she was talking to, she wants to know what shoes Dawn is wearing today because she was revealing her, her shoe room that she had in her house oh, built. Yeah. Um, she had a bunch of pumps, and you would always dress to the nines, and you always wear a pump. What, what shoes do you I wear to work now? I still love shoes, right? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, usually uh, um, nothing great, just like tennis shoes or my Ariat tennis shoes, which those are amazing. That's a cowboy brand. Yeah, these are just my brooks tennis shoes but they do have um uh what is that called animal print and camo on them Ooh, <laughs> very nice it does go well so. with your western wear shawl that you're yeah, wearing exactly uh let's get to the dog pot there's no there's no button for that kyle
So a new study comes out in the no duh department. People care more about their dogs than their cats. Yeah, hello. Confirms the study. I feel that's pretty accurate because (laughs) the love that a dog gives is a little bit more unconditional than with a cat. Listen, when I leave the house, I am given my, our dog Hank, our black lab, all kinds of loves and letting him know about the day and when he can expect me home. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing all that. The cats, I'm like, I don't even say goodbye. (laughs) The cats are smart enough to know what's up. If I I see the cats, because they're cool cats we got from my mother-in-law when she passed away, went in and took them in. They are cool cats. If I see them, I'll pet them. But I don't go, oh, I love you and I'll be home later and here's what we'll do. Nothing. You're walking out the the door because (laughs) like like you're a a peasant or a servant because the cat knows it's it's a queen or king. It knows that you're going to come back and you're going to feed them when it's time or else there will be hell to pay. But it's like with the dog, it's like it's you get that return on investment oh. with the affection. There's just the, the, oh. the, the, there is no competition. No, absolutely. dogs are far superior. Yes, than um, a cat. So ex- experts, wait. So how would you classify yourself, Kyle? A cat or a dog person? I definitely lean more towards the cat person. I do. I had better relationships with my cats than I did with my dogs growing up. Yeah, see, I knew there was something off about you. I knew, you all could think that, but I had awesome cats. No. And I, I I don't know. With the dog, I feel like they're, they're too needy for attention. They come in like, oh, my God, I miss you. I miss you. I'm like, I've been gone for five minutes. You can't entertain yourself like the cats can. See, he's like kind of like a Wowzer. cat himself. Yeah. Like he get he relates to the cat. He's yeah. more independent. You know, he, he, he doesn't necessarily need to rely on anybody else to take care of himself. No, and you shouldn't have your own dog if that's how you view that. <laughs> that too. Right? No, that's good that you recognize that. Yes. And there I are cool I love cat. it. No, there, I, I know you love dogs, and you're very good to them. But there are dog and cat people for sure, and so you're just more of a cat person. Yes. Yeah. As sad as it is to admit, I didn't <laughs> oh. want to, but truth come down to it. Yeah. yeah I loved my cats a little more than I loved the dogs growing up. There- I was more connected with them. and. They were cooler with me. There are some cool cats. I never knew any growing up. My older sister always had cats, and I found them to be useless, and what's the point, right? They were just, (laughs) ugh. And our dogs were amazing and fun, and that was all good. And then when I got older, and um, every cat, I've never sought out a cat. I want a cat. They've come to us. We're like, Mm -hmm. fine, we'll take it in. It was through those experiences. I'm like, oh my god! You know what? You do have some great fun personalities. Yeah, yeah. yeah they come out. They come out once they warm up to you. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's just like, who are you? Feed Why are me. you here? Ugh, yeah. I'm a diva. <laughs> um, so experts have revealed that uh, re- researchers say that out of 2,117 people own their dogs, cats, or both, recipients would uh, prefer to pay for higher bill. Uh, bills vet vet bills for dogs than cats uh, you know we're equal on that yeah we're I, just we're very like i, I love a life's a life yeah we love animals animals right we love animals and we're gonna even our, when we had farm animals we i mean of course the, we had the ones that we harvested for their meat but then we had those that were just out to to work the land and we treated them so great they had vets you mm-hmm. know <laughs> we'd have come out we were just crazy like that so 
no, we we've we've spent a pretty penny on the cats to try and help them out as well. But I have learned a lot about cats, and when certain things start happening to them at a certain age, mm. I no longer will do the things I did in the past. It's... I mean, all the things, and it really, I when I look back on it in the moment, I thought I was doing right by them, and you feel you think you're doing the right thing, and no, actually, it was cruel, mm-hmm. and they needed to go. Aww. It was too much. They were already too old. The stuff going on and what they had to go through, the medicines or the treatments. It was just, no, my God, let the cat be. So now we know those symptoms, those signs, those things that every cat eventually ends up getting. Nope, you're that age. I'm going to let you live out your days, make you comfortable. Right. That's it. But I'm not doing all that stuff. Yeah, no. Those, those the, Once the cats get to a certain point where they start breaking down inside, oh. they basically poison themselves. Yeah. They just become toxic to themselves. And it, it happens so fast. Like the, It's sad, but um, you're right. You don't want to drag that out drag because they're out. just going to be in more pain. Yeah. Um, hopefully, Bobby the uh, was not in any pain. Um, he is the oldest dog ever he passed away at 31 31 oh yes. my god oh my i oh my god what a gift what kind of dog was it he oh. was a purebred rafael del alentajo he's a farm and watchdog breed known for its confidence and calm demeanor for the american kennel club oh my uh, lived god. at the home his entire life with his oh. owner Lionel costa costa and his family Guinness has reported. Uh, Bobby wow. was born on May 11th in 1992. Dang. Wow. What a beautiful gift that family was given. Can you imagine being able to have your Walter Ugh. for 32 years? Man, I, I would die mm. if we could have our Hank for 32 years. I would just hope that he Ugh. was comfortable and he yeah. wasn't like losing his faculties. Yes. And, you know, like when it gets to that point where the dogs can't have to like be held up with the little. Uh, harness thing and have to be walked around because their back legs don't work anymore to just to go to the bathroom, then it's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I understand it. I, I love my dog. I would hold on to them for as long as I could. And you're talking, yeah, from old age that's yeah, happening. exactly. Not yeah. from, um, But, yeah. you know, I just hope that this dog was, was th- that. Um, oh, in addition to man. verification from Guinness, uh, Bobby's age was also confirmed by Sistema de Informacicato de Animas de Campanaja, <laughs> a database for pets authorized by the Portuguese government. Oh. Uh, the average lifespan of the Rafero de Alantajo is 12 to 14 years. Okay. It's you know, like a medium-sized dog then. Yeah, not only wow. was Bobby the world's oldest living dog, dog but he was the oldest ever to have lived it's pretty cool yeah that's no impressive. that's that's amazing because yeah. that's i mean black labs are like 12 i think they're 10 to 12 years yeah on average yeah I, no i don't like that hank's five no 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 Mm-mm. no he's gonna be 20 years old i tell him <laughs> yeah. it's pretty crazy you hear like the medium size the bigger size dogs usually don't live too long i had a jack russell terrier little hellhound named emma and she lived to be 18 years old so Dang. it's interesting yeah you hear about those little ones living forever but never these these big dogs i yeah. googled it oh, they're yeah. cool looking yeah the great danes even like it's hard i really would love to own a great dane but knowing that their lifespan is just oh. short but that's not that's just my reasoning why i wouldn't yes, want it of uh, course. i'm not saying that anybody that gets one i mean it's it comes with the territory when you get a dog you know uh, that they're gonna you're gonna outlive them they're gonna <laughs> yeah. always break your heart but a cat they'll be around till 18 Ugh, 19 years old so true <laughs> Although my cat ended only living up to be four years old, the oh, coolest one. R.I.P. Carl. <laughs> yes. Mm. My husband Stinker. and I laugh about that because we're like, okay, we've had our fill of cats. We've rescued, you know, they've come to us, and now we'll just have dogs. <laughs> like, <laughs> then my mother-in-law passed, and we got her two cats, and we joke. We're like, 
Hank will be gone, and these two damn cats will still be here alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, with uh, the previous record holder for world's oldest dog was Bluey, an, Astro- oh. an Australian cattle dog who was born in 1910 and lived to be 29 years and five months old. Oh my gosh. Damn. With Bobby's passing, a 23-year-old Chihuahua mix from Ohio named Spike now holds the title as world old- world's oldest living dog. A slightly younger purebred Chihuahua from Florida. His name is Toby Keith. <laughs> also held the title for more than once in past years. Oh my God. Rob, anybody, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, anybody and Dawn Show.